Uh, welcome to Pedro Pascal or the Pedro Pascal podcast, and I'm your co-host Rachel Eishman. As you may see, we have a new co-host this evening. Well, new for tonight. You guys have met her before. Um, Candice, say hello to the people and tell them what's up. Hello there. I am a giant Star Wars fan and also a giant Pedro Pascal fan. So this, you know, it works pretty well. Works really well. Uh, I think Cand. No, we met on a WandaVision podcast. I was like, I think we met on a Star Wars. I've been on Star Wars podcasts that you've done, but we met on a Marvel podcast. WandaVision. WandaVision. And then I started you guys on your horny route during Andor because I made the line about the Kyber <laughs> Never forget. I don't even remember. what It was something sexual about a Kyber crystal. I made a graphic of it. I know. I can't remember what I said, though. I remember the graphic because you were like, I'm going to put this on a t-shirt. I can't remember what it was. Um, We both have our Grogu's. I brought him down from his perch where he normally is. I also have that one. It would be embarrassing if I got the, if I collected all of the Grogu things I had in my home and just like laid them out. (laughs) You want to know what the quote was? I found it. Okay. What was it? You know what they say about big kyber crystals. (laughs) That's right. I, that's the, the whole thought. There wasn't that anything was a, after that. I didn't complete it. I didn't say anything else. I just said, you know what they say about big kyber crystals. And then it was just the gutter. It would be truly embarrassing if I brought out all of the amount of things this creature's face is on in my home. A lot of which I did not buy myself. Yeah. My mother has bought me so much Grogu merch because she has not seen any Star Wars. She has not seen a Star Wars. I've I've been a fan since I was nine. But now every Star Wars merch has this guy's face on it. So even like my pop socket she got me for Christmas is just him (laughs) drinking his broth. And I couldn't be like, oh, it's kind of cliche to have Grogu. But, you know, my mother got it for me. I can't say no to that. Before we started recording this, I was shoving ramen in my face because I got home from a movie screening. Um, and I had a bowl of broth, and I was like, I don't want to slurp that on camera, but I should have just been like, done my Grogu. Um, yeah, my mom bought me a giant mug. It's my fa- one of my favorite mugs. My actual favorite mug people on this podcast have seen. If you're not list- watching the YouTube, sorry. Oh, my God, <laughs> this was impossible. Is my Knives Out mug. I use it every day. But my other favorite mug is it's about the same size because they're huge. Four, four size. Here's little Grogu's face. Here's the size of this mug. It's a huge mug. Um, and the the Grogu mug I have is about the same size. So when I make my coffee in the morning, I don't have to get multiple cups of coffee. I just have one huge ass cup of coffee. And what else? My brother bought me a t-shirt. I have a t-shirt. I have multiple t-shirts. I have a sweater. A Christmas sweater. I have a purse. I mean, I have a, it's a Grogu backpack. Purse? But yeah, I have a Grogu. Oh, wait. I'm going to bring my Grogu backpack to Star Wars Celebration. That'll be my purse at Star Wars where else can i use it well i mean i use my bo-katan backpack all the time great we, we gotta take pictures together we gotta yeah, no i i did run disney like two weeks ago it's a princess run and bo-katan is technically a technically princess, a princess. <laughs> disney too so it works i high-fived a cast member who's like bo-katan's awesome i was like yeah listen as I said in our last episode, Bo-Katan is the only character who was calling Din's cold out for being a cult. Granted, she is one to talk, but she did call it out when everyone else in that episode was like, hey, buddy, like, what if you didn't go and do any of that? Like, what if you 
just like hung out with us. And she was like, you want to go somewhere that's cursed for your cult? <laughs> it's like, she's correct. Bogotan is the one person correct in this situation. Everyone else just let him go along with it. Yeah, they're like, sure, that's fine. Before we get into the episode, Candace, how have you been since the last time the people have seen you? Since we watched the disastrous Wonder Woman pilot? Yes, we watched the Wonder Woman pilot. I haven't forgotten it, so I guess not that well. <laughs> You're like, I'm still thinking about I'm going to play with this Grogu the entire time. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm like, hey. I'm just like leaning on I just, Lula, buddy. I can't believe like how good Pedro's in it. Like he, he and Carrie elves are like the two good things about it i fucked up i just interviewed carrie ellis <laughs> and i got so <laughs> nervous because like they were like hey like keep it movie focused i guess a bunch of people were asking about his other stuff which i'm assuming they meant like the princess bride or robin hood men and tights and stuff like that and i got so freaked out that i was like i will only ask movies about questions about this movie and nothing else um and fully forgot about the wonder woman <laughs> Which I'm probably he's probably grateful, probably very yeah. grateful that I forgot about the Wonder Woman pilot. But but he was delightful in it. Yeah, I um, mean I, I love Carrie Ellis. Truly, like forgot about that. Tell the people. So I'm now going to go be a cheerleader because I am going to Star Wars Celebration. I wasn't sure if I was going, but I am going. So listeners of the pod, if you're going to be there, I guess find me. Actually, I don't know. That sounds a little <laughs> that like might mm, be a bad idea. Rachel. I might be Let's like, give your hotel and your hotel room everything. I might do like we had a meet up at the last hour celebration, but it's only me. So I might be like Padro Pascal's and the guests um, and get you and Maggie. <laughs> Arthur hasn't even been on you, but I'm like, <laughs> oh, she's, coming. shees coming. Just like we're all going to meet up. What we could you guys do is a Padro and Waffles meet up. We should. We should There's because a, then I've been looking for waffle places that serve waffles around i like waffles so that will we can make that happen with padro (laughs) yeah padro waffles. you know what we'll do that uh when you guys are listening to this producer ashley won't cut it out but we will figure out a padro waffles meetup for star wars celebration for those going we're gonna have a lot of time at the in the nights because there's no star wars night or disney (laughs) i was like wait what time does like this is my first celebration i'm a celebration virgin and it's gonna be in london that's where I'm losing it. Oh, I can't it. wait. I know. I can't wait. And I'm going to yeah. come cheer on your panel, which is why this all started. Because I was like, I'm going to come cheer oh, yeah. on your panel. So Friday, April 7th mm-hmm. at 4.30 mm-hmm. in the fan room, we are doing Padme Amidala, her influence on the galaxy and on prequel kids. And yeah, it's just talking about how Padme goes beyond just the trilogy of prequels. And, you know, she's gotten some references, not quite like, indirect references in like the bad batch mm-hmm. and obi-wan kenobi and andor you see a lot of <sighs> mon muscle it's beautiful so we're gonna have some fun but we're here to talk about season three episode two chapter 18 <laughs> the minds of mandalore this is of importance if you have not watched this episode go and watch it there's, there's a lot of spoilers in this one so pause this go watch come back Okay, you all should be gone. What were your your overall thoughts right out the gate about the episode? I was shocked they went to Mandalore so quick. Because I thought this was going to be yeah. like a season-wide arc of him trying to like build his kit, get a droid, do all that kind of stuff to get ready to go to Mandalore. Mm-hmm. But here we are on se- the second episode and we're 
this is the first time we see Mandalore in live action and it's really exciting. Yeah. And it was truly one of those things where I, I also thought it was going to be a season wide arc. And now like all of my theories about this season are shifting um, based on how this episode ends. I was like, oh, I have a lot more theories and they're all different. A lot happens in this episode for both Din and Bo-Katan that I was like, some shit's going down uh, and I don't know how it's going to work. Um, but as always, we'll, we'll break this down bit by bit. This episode is so funny to me because the beginning part is in Tatooine. And all of that is before the theme. It's like a cold open almost. Yeah. Because they, like, they are flying the little ship together. My favorite little thing. These two just like in the ship. Hanging out. Yeah. Looking around. Where does he put his bounty? I don't know. Um, I have. How does he go to the restroom? I There's, have so many questions about it. How does he cook dinner? It. I just like the ship is cool. The Naboo, the Naboo starfighter fire. Yeah, yeah, whatever the Naboo ship. Yeah, it's what like Anakin accidentally stole. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but it's not practical at all. Well, showing us how he goes down in the ship and is with Din made me. I was like, okay, that makes a little more sense. There's like a back thing he can go, but like. Yeah. Are you going and staying play? Like, what are, how are you just in this ship all the time? Does your, does the Mandalorian suit have like all this stuff? You can just go to the bathroom in there and it like absorbs it. Like, does it bathe you? I have a million questions. The sleeping, it's gotta be uncomfortable. It's like sleeping in your car. It's not the, like, but forever. But I'm yeah. glad Grogu has like access to his dad if he needs him. Cause I thought yeah. he was just like popped up in the thing Me and too. just like, you know. Bang you on the glass. He's like, hey. Hello, hello. But no, he, he has access to his dad. It's really cute. So the beginning of this episode, they go to Tatooine because he's still trying to find the like part for the IG-11 droid. Um, And he goes, because he's Din, and he's like, I know five people. Um, He goes to Pelimoto on Tatooine in the middle of like, in the middle of pod races. Buta-E. Yeah, Buta-E. Buta-E. I was like. There's pod racing happening. There's fireworks happening. It's like a big party. He's almost Isley and he's kind of like, I, I need this part. <laughs> Pelimoto's like, how old are you? Like, I don't know. Like, well, I'll ask the uh, Jawas. Oh. But it's really cute because when they land, Din is talking to Pelimoto for a minute and she gives him like. She I'd doesn't say, care like, about him. Yeah, she gives him like four <laughs> minutes maybe. And then she's like, where's my guy? And Grogu just pops up <laughs> he goes hello it's me um and literally flings himself out of the fucking <laughs> flings himself out of the thing it just arms. literally looks like he's just like thrown because you can't see his feet or anything so it just looks like he is i think he is last episode din literally throws him <laughs> i don't think i saw that picture on here but i had a picture where it's carl weathers in the background and grogu's like yeah, he's like catching him. He get fling, flings himself into her arms. The Jawas are basically like, no, no one has that. And so Din buys this fucking droid. <laughs> it's a scam. It's he's so stupid. Literally, I, I texted Arzu, our friend, during this. I'm like, I just started this episode. Din <laughs> is a freaking idiot. He like <sighs> fell for the scam. He's taking a baby to a radioactive planet yeah, with a neurotic well, droid. The this fifty five like, year old now, I guess almost he's almost still 55. a baby. He's a baby. <laughs> he's, he's a baby. baby. 
Um, well, yeah. I mean, in his defense, though, the droid. No, the droid does the droid. work. But the droid's a lot of work. It's R five, actually. R five yeah, from A New Hope, <laughs> which is so cool. And if like you read like um from a certain point of view, R two. So yeah, R two talks to him and says, "Hey, I need to go with my friend." And R five like sacrifices himself for the rebellion. So he is a hero droid, but he obviously has some PTSD. Wild though, like so this droid fucking survives Mandalore, <laughs> goes back to Tatooine. Um, yeah. so they're on Tatooine. There it is. Uh, I already forgot. The, it starts with a B again. What is it? Bunta Eve. Thank you. Bunta Eve. Anakin does the Bunta Eve classic, and that's where he wins and wins his freedom. Freaking Qui Gon yeah. can save his mom. Sorry, I'm still bitter about that. Slavery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are like it's fine. It's fine. Star Wars. Anakin's it's it's out of her. What's a slave? They're like basically Ding gets roped into buying this stupid ass droid. And uh, sorry, the droid himself is not stupid. It's broken. But um, he's shaking. He's literally like he was like it was it's like when my I got my my cat and I had the, a vet appointment this week and it was that was what my cat looked like at the vet. That's what my Which dog I think is like I think is what my roommate said when we were watching it that like but yeah it it looked like my cat was like oh no but it was a droid R5 it was R5 but like he does not want to go <laughs> the like photo no. is like take him nope. and so the Jawas are basically like now we don't have fucking have that part which I do love that Din Djarin doesn't give a flying fuck about um anything like he would rather use a broken asteroid that he knows who saved him one time than learn to love any other droid well i just love that we had the whole episode of him trying to go to ig11 mm-hmm. last episode i get ig11 and he's like fine <laughs> fine i'll take this droid because he's like i again din Jaren has five friends he knows who he likes and he's like i'm gonna go to those same five people but even he didn't though- even see boba and finnick well, he was there. <laughs> well, we don't know. It did get nighttime all of a sudden. What was he doing? I guess. I guess. Uh, yeah, that's was true. Fixing his ship. So or she was yeah, like, she was I'll adding give you a, a droid. Yeah, a place for the droid. Yeah. Well, no, that's where Grogu is. No, it's a separate thing. <laughs> no, I thought that that thing that Grogu was in—that's where the droid was. That's why he was sitting with Din when they left, because the droid was up there. She said, "I'll have to add a droid compartment." I think just to get him up and down, but I think that is where the droid is supposed oh, to be okay. sitting, is where Grogu, or they like took the top thing, I don't know what they did, but uh, I think Grogu had to sit down with Din because of the droid, if I recall. I but figured you did he say, just wanted to hang out with his dad. <laughs> he was like, hey, now I'm just going to sit here. Um, but they do leave. It's really cute because um, it, this was in the trailer, yeah. but we did get to see him He's looking at the fireworks. Mm-hmm. he's like hello fireworks what's up um and then there you go and as they're flying din is teaching grogu how to fly um, like, give it to me he's like hello dad how do i fly this ship please help um and it's really cute it's i like really that stuff yeah where he's like, this is where our people are from. Yeah. But Grogu is also the Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah he is. Except I do love that Din's like, I'm not going to make you put a helmet on. 
It's like, you don't need to do that. Don't worry about Can it. Can you kid. imagine? It's just trying to fit. Like, where where did the – it goes to the ears. Just like, through them. And then, yeah. like, he's pointing. It's yeah. just like his face is so funny. Um, yeah, so they're flying, and it's really cute because it is, like, Din teaching him. Like, he's like, this is our way. Like, this is what Mandalorians need to know how to get home. They need to know how to navigate. Um he points out he was like i've never been to mandalore here is where i have been from and then he shows where we we see in clone wars Mm -hmm. that's where death watch is that's where um satine and opi-wan go and that's Mm -hmm. what where pre vizsla is like hey i'm evil by the way yeah he's from concordia which i didn't realize he was from a man like a planet near mandalore i knew like the mandalorians found him but i didn't realize like his planet was that close to mandalore I think it must have been like their home base, the Children of the Watch. Well, not where Din is actually from. Yeah. Oh no, he's not like originally from the Mandalorian system. I that's think what I thought. From the Watch. Okay, because I yeah. that's it confused me a little because I was like, I didn't think Din was from near Mandalore. No, he must mean like once he became I'm a Mandalorian. Mandalorian. This is where we're from. Yeah. Um, and then. Points out where Bo-Katan's house is. Um, Which he just came back from. He's yeah. going back and forth. He's yeah, not he, a good planner. No. Like, whatever. He does say <laughs> say his ships really fast. Um, but I, I just love this picture of Grogu. I'm just going to leave it up for a second because it's the funniest shit I've ever... He's pointing at nothing. He's pointing he at the edge of... <laughs> he's like, it's, over, it's pointing at nothing. Um, and so then they're like, okay, we got to go down to Mandalore. It might be rough. Rough. Because what they're taught told about Mandalore is that it is cursed. You can't breathe the air. It's basically like dead. It's like a dead planet. What we learned in this episode is that that's not the case. Um, Mandalore might be in ruins, but it's still breathable. You can still kind of like exist there. And the whole reason Din went to get a droid um, was because he thought you couldn't breathe the air and he needed a droid to like go down there and like surveillance everything. None of that's true. <laughs> The armor was either lied or was wrong. Here's the thing. I think she lied, which is starting is part of my theory about what I think is going to happen the rest of the season. Since they, sp- I'm doing, I'll say it now. Since they sprung Mandalore so quick. Um, spoilers for the very end of this episode. So if you decided you were going to listen until the end, I'm about to spoil the end of the episode. So go somewhere and come back. But when they see the Mythosaur in the water mm-hmm. and like Bo is like what the fuck I think it's going to have the reverse effect on both of them that Din is going to start questioning the children of the watch and what the children of the watch believe in and whether they told him the truth and like if the armorer said all this why is it all different like why is what she said not the truth and I think bo is going to start being like everything I thought was a lie isn't so like what is the true way of being a Mandalorian and I think they're going to kind of have competing ideals Still, yeah. but it's going to be the opposite of what they were before. Yeah, I think that his the children on the watch are treated like a cult mm-hmm. or seen as a cult. I can't mm-hmm. see them being in the right. I don't think fully the right. I do think that it is because Bo-Katan has kind of like sat back and given up and been like, that's bullshit. Who cares about that? That's not real. This isn't real. That's a myth. That's a legend. Um, And I think that's what's going to change. Like it's she's maybe going to both, start. Like, they both kind of more maybe they start in meeting the middle, in the middle yeah because they're yeah. both at extreme 
Yeah, and I think either this is going to the force them to like go back more towards the middle where it's like the coal was kind of right on some things, not everything, mm-hmm. which is kind of, you know, the whole thing about cults is like they're right on one That's thing, which is getting That's how they get you. <laughs> um, and I think he's going to be like, oh, no, their way is not the right way because I think he thought the waters were going to really do something special. And then instead, he almost died three times trying to go. But that's dead. <laughs> that's what <laughs> happens when he does anything. Um, but yeah, so basically, they land on Mandalorian. I almost said Mandalorian. They land on Mandalore. He sends the droid down to check the atmosphere. And like, there's no. They can't connect back to the ship. So he's basically like, I'll wait for him to come back. Um, and so him and Grogu are just like <laughs> chilling in the ship together. They're just like, poopy-doo, we'll wait here for the droid. Um, surprise, droid doesn't come back. So Din's like, oh, I'm going to have to pressurize my helmet and go down there. So he sounds like Darth Vader. He's fucking walking around. Um, this, He's like, I'll be right back, BRB, to Grogu. And he, he goes lock yourself in here don't go anywhere i don't know what the air's like so grogu's really like when will my dad return from the war <laughs> surprise you have to go save him from the war basically <laughs> here's the breakdown din goes down to the mines of mandalore almost dies saves himself comes back gets grogu almost dies again um is saved by grogu bogatan almost dies again um we will in the in the between those Describe what happens, but just know that there are three separate times in a less than an hour long episode of television where Din Djarin almost dies. Your dad's an idiot. That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> guys. And this isn't like, I was not shocked at all. Like, he literally <laughs> has to be saved by a baby. A 50, like, what, three, four? But he still has, baby? like, the mentality of a toddler. He's, he's baby. He is baby. Baby. Um, he's a baby. He's just a baby. Uh, but yeah, he so they go. So Din goes and the fights the Alamites, um, which we learn later in the episode are um the tribal people of Mandalore who like basically when the Mandalorians were there were like underground. Yeah, they were underground and they weren't really in the midst of everything. And then obviously Mandalore got blown up and they were like cool we're gonna go before um on on the planet of Mandalore there's like a there was like a dome and -hmm. there was desert surrounding the whole thing because just the planet got effed up through the years so I'm guessing they were outside the dome Mm -hmm. but now that you know the empire came and just blew everything up I don't know how to describe how dumb he is can we do- oh, wait okay in this so fight like he's, he's so stupid them he has the dark saber which he still is like acting like it's the heaviest thing in the freaking world Meanwhile, which means he, mm-hmm. he he hasn't connected to it no he hasn't accepted it apparently it's been him two that's years what you have to do yeah he is aware that that's what he has to do he has a dark saber he takes out a knife at one point he punches them but he has a freaking dark saber in his hand the entire time, and he struggles, like it struggle buses and like he punches one with his other hand. I'm like, sword, sword, then 
it's a real, which I love this in, in media. It is my favorite thing that people do. Um, I've seen it in multiple action movies. I saw it in an unnamed action movie I watched today. But I love when people throw guns when they're out, like, or like blasters or whatever they may be when they're out of ammo. I think that is genuinely hilarious to see watching a grown ass man (laughs) throw a gun at somebody in the middle of a fight. And we know that that's how Jin thinks because we've seen him do it. He threw a blaster at the rebels, question mark, in uh, the episode of season two where they're trying to get into the Empire base. Oh, uh, yeah, him yeah. and him and Bill, Bill Burr. In that episode, he throws a blaster at some guy because it doesn't work anymore. Uh, I love that. And we know that's how Din thinks when he fights. He's like, whatever I can use, I'm going to figure out a way to use it, even if it's, I, I don't know how to do it. Except when it comes to the Darksaber, arguably the weapon that would help him the most. He just refuses to learn. And this is skipping a little bit ahead, but I think it's really important is we see Bo-Katan with the Darksaber and she makes it look effortless. <laughs> she, she, I went to bring that up. She literally does. And he's like... She's like... Slut. She's just swaying around like she's dead. You know, she's getting it done. And if you just like... You watch those two scenes back to back, which I did because I'm insane. Um, and you just see him struggling and just like trying to lift the saber mm-hmm. like it's a thousand pounds while she is just swinging it around and acting like it's nothing. Like I this think, is every day for her. I wonder if part of it is because he doesn't want it and he never did. So he is, like, not that into the idea of, like, I have to connect with this thing in order for it to kind of work. It's a weapon. I just want it to be a weapon. Yeah, because in Star Wars Rebels, when Sabine is training with it, Kanan keeps saying, like, you're working against the blade. Mm -hmm. Because she has to go through her own trauma and accept that, like, okay, I need to use this for a bit kind of thing and go back to Mandalore. But, yeah, he is just, you know, hasn't done much with it he trained with it we saw in the book of boba fett but it didn't do anything he's no like it's like he made him worse at least he's not slicing his leg open like he did in book of boba fett no but he is fighting listen it is so like the alamites are kicking his ass um and he basically just figures out to like throw them off of this ledge that they're on like that's his strategy he's like if i just get him off the edge because granted also din you have a you have a little jetpack if you fell off the edge, it would be okay. You could just turn on the jetpack. But instead, he's, like, fighting as if he doesn't have it and then uses his jetpack, like, two scenes later. This is how I play video games. Badly, you know? Like, that's him. That's him look- in this fight. This is the first time he almost dies. He gets out, though, because he knocks them all out or he, he survives. He knocks them all off the ledge. Um and rescues R5 who's just laying on the ground just like, like giving up like all it took to get R5 it's just like they probably knocked him over yeah, and, he's and no, R5's no. like I'm done no, I'm no. done um, and so Jin's like alright well those people are breathing something let's go back up let's go get my baby to take <sighs> her out thank god he did though oh yeah Otherwise, the baby he no more than him, him. The baby, well, and granted, he gets captured. Baby did train for two years. He's he's drunk. 
but yeah, so the, he goes back up. He's like, hold on. What's the air like? I don't know why they went back up in the first place. If he, whatever. He asks R5 to give him the air quality. R5 is like, it's like 95% breathable. And so he's like, oh, okay. Oh, shit. Come on, Grogu. Let's go. And so literally. They lied. They were he's lying. like, they lied. We can walk around. Come on, Grogu, let's go. And brought Grogu out in his, like, open-aired little thing. Like, <laughs> just... He's pissed in this episode. He's dipping out. Well, this is pre-everything. This is when they're just hanging out, walking through. He's just determined right out the gate. He's like, I got this. I'll figure us a way out. Um, and so they're walking, and of course Din Djarin gets fucking taken out again because he has no idea how to check for your surroundings. And he just is walking around, having a grand old time, and walks right into like, what if General Grievous had one eye? Like, what was that thing? I don't know. It was like it General like Grievous on crack. Kind of thing. Yeah, it looked like General Grievous. It looked like Geonosis. Who knows? It had like one weird eye, and then the rest of him was metal. But also he was part of a bigger claw thing. The claw thing captures, that's hard to say, Din. And then this guy's like, <laughs> and he's like staring at him. And I was like, what the, f-? all this episode did was make me never want to go to Mandalore. Never need yeah. to go there. Like if I'm vacationing okay. on Star Wars planets, I'm good. I'm not going to Mandalore. Even if I can breathe, I'm not going. There's cool things everywhere. So this fucking robot chicken thing uh captures din and so din's just like he he's literally laying in a thing like a rotisserie chicken because he's face down yeah um not doing anything to save himself and so guess who has to come and save him grogu uh grogu tries to use the force um but i think the thing was just slightly too heavy slash he was worried about getting captured by this thing um, and he, the thing, like, turns, and so he drops it, which makes the creature thing realize Grogu was standing there. Um, or Grogu just dropped it. I can't remember, but point is, Grogu dropped whatever he was trying to unlock. The chicken robot heard him, and Din goes, run, go get Bo-Katan. So there goes Grogu flying through the fucking mines of Mandalore by himself so that he could go and see Bo-Katan. which i love she's about to like chew Din. she thinks din is in the fighter pile and then the ship yeah and she's like i'm gonna tell him off and then she just sees it's a baby in the ship and that's yeah it. we love our we love a depressed bitch um and Bogotan is literally sitting with a bunch of blankets i love that that she is just sitting with a bunch of blankets next to her on this throne like girl what are you doing no one else is there yeah, what like, is she, she has, doing like, though is she droid. just sitting is she just sitting She's sitting on a throne with no book? subject. You don't she's, have a book? She's really sad. What? Get a record player. Get a Switch. Play Disney Dreamlight Valley. Play. Oh, I've been do that. Some, so me too. I'm addicted. So I just me got too. Donald Duck. Oh, he's so cute. He's so angry. I just got, uh, yeah, he was so angry. I just got Donald. Um, Bogotan, you could be playing this. You have to cook for a lot of people. I asked my roommate what a crudite was the other day because I had to make a crudite because that's what Remy the fucking rat wanted. <laughs> it's like I don't even know what a crudite is, and there's no recipe. I have to know how to make one. I was like, what the "Fuck." Anyways, Just vegetables. 
I didn't know that. I've never eaten a crudite. You haven't had a piece of celery before? I've had vegetables. I just didn't know they were called Then you've had crudite, crudite before. I didn't know that's what they were called. And so it was like, make me a crudite. I was like, what the fuck is a crudite? Remy? Vegetables. I cut up some carrots. And he was like, thank you. Here's your, here's your thing. Go on. Anyways, guys, Dreamlight Valley, you make a lot of food. This is my tangent for this episode. You make these animals so much food and Maribel these animals and Merlin and Maribel the two humans you're interacting with in the beginning of this game yeah you get you can get Ariel and Fro and the frozen characters later on yes get put Din Djarin in this game he'll fuck up mother Gothel put baby Yoda in there knows best. oh Grogu he's gonna want all the food so much fun. he'd be like make me those cookies and I'd be yeah. like I'll look up a recipe for you I didn't want to look up a fucking crudite recipe <laughs> right then and there. Fucking carrots. <laughs> I did. I just chopped up some carrots and I gave them to him. I said, there you go, you rat. Anyways, Grogu's using the force. He drops the thing. He goes to Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan, a depressed bitch we love and we stand and sit on her throne with a blanket, not doing anything. That is how we got here. If you guys are wondering how we got from where we were to Dreamlight Valley, it's because they told Bo-Katan to get a switch. It's not on Switch, though. Yeah, it is. It is? That's where I'm playing. Really? I thought it wasn't on Switch. Damn it, I'm getting a Switch then. I've been playing it on my Nintendo Switch this whole time. Um, That's why I I charged my Switch again for like the first time in a really long time because I wanted to play just True Life Valley. Um, Oh, Rob, we're off so many topics. Pokemon, get a Switch. That was was the whole whole point. Get a Switch. Um, But she is sitting on her thing and her droid, her one friend comes in and he's like, Ma'am, you have an unexpected visitor. Um, and she sees the Naboo fighter and she's like, fuck this dude. I'm gonna go get rid of him once and for all. Like she's ready, as you said, she's ready to go like chew him out. She's like, I told you not to fucking come back. I almost here. said fucking, like I'm in fucking uh the banshees of Inna Sharon. She's like, I fucking told you not to come back here. I don't wanna deal with this. I'm not going to Mandalore. This is what she sees. <laughs> First of all, Bo, let's have a chat. Where did you think Din was in that ship? It's not that big. You can see his head at any given time. He thought he and was like crouching down. He's going to pop up and just be like, surprise. I was like, w- w- she's yelling at him. First of all, the the thing is closed. The like cockpit of the ship. Yeah, how is, is he supposed closed. to hear it? <laughs> He's got a helmet on. And the cockpit is closed, and he's got a baby in his lap, if he's there. So, already, four things keeping, three things, whatever, keeping him from hearing her. But she was she was ready. Um, and then, second, she didn't look in the ship to see that he was not there. <laughs> she she was ready to yell at someone. She doesn't have anyone but the droid. That is true. Um, and so, instead, Grogu's there, Aww. and he says, and she's like, what the fuck happened? And he's like, bye-bye. My dad's a dumbass. What does he say? He's like oh. his new thing is he's like baba, and you're like I get I guess that's his words. I have his first words like himbo. He's talking about din. Yeah, dumbass. <laughs> you're so looking stupid, dad. It's just him going. Oh. <sighs> Mike, I can't. Do so that. embarrassing, dad. <laughs> dad, stop it. Foreshadowing. He knew how to fly the plane. He or the plane. He knew how to fly the ship. <laughs> Okay, but was it R5? No, I think it was R5 who flew it, though. Because Pelly oh, says with them, it yeah. can even... 
can even fly for you. Just like R2 flew him back to his dad. He did. But I mean, the thing is, Grogu learned exactly where Yeah. He had to tell like R5 and be like, okay, there. There. (laughs) Can you imagine that conversation? And he's like, and he's like, you're pointing at nothing. You're pointing at nothing. You're not even at the thing. And he's just like, beep, boo, boo, beep, boo, 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 boo. And Grogu's like, Grogu just pointing at the ship itself. And he's like, here. He's like, no, where? Go there. Go where? Dude, where am I going? But he pops up. She is like, Tells her droid, go figure out where he is. Um, and so then she's like, here we go. We're on a mission. I did I did see a tweet today um using the the scene from Succession where Tom and Greg are like pushing people out of the hallway and it said, Bo-Katan, I'ma tell this guy I don't want to fucking be bothered. Bo-Katan, two seconds later, oh my god, people need saved, get out of my way. <laughs> I was like, that is her. She was not on board, and then suddenly so on board. Well, she just wanted him out of her planet. She yeah. didn't want him dead. <laughs> she just was like, go somewhere. Um, also, I, I think she just, she didn't want to take care of a baby. She's like, oh no. I gotta get I'm him back. I'm not ready I, to be a mother. <laughs> I'm gonna get him back to his fucking home. I can't deal with yeah. this. Um, but yeah, so she's like, I'll go with you. And it's really cute, because they have this like back and forth a lot until they find Din. Where... Well, I mean, it's only one back. He doesn't really reply. <laughs> he doesn't reply, but she, she replies for him. him. She replies for yeah. him because she'll give us the information of what she thinks he says. We yeah. don't know if that's what Grogu was saying. <laughs> but she says something like, oh, you thought he was the only Mandalore, Mandalorian. But when they're looking at Mandalore in um, this scene, she mm-hmm. says it didn't always used to look like that. Um, and it's yeah. we get to see little moments Humanity. for her, yeah, where she's like, "This was my home. Like, here's all these memories I have." And we see it a lot throughout this episode. I like how she talks to him, like mm-hmm. he's a human toddler, like you would mm-hmm. a young child. You explain things. Your tone is soft and slow, and it kind of shows like she cares in a way. Mm-hmm. She does care. She's talking to him. She's giving him information. She even's like, you know, Jedi and Mandalorians weren't always like enemies. We used to fought, we fought side by side together. Yeah. She's trying to be like, you know, she's like, oh, you're well trained. She's complimenting him, you know, keeping him on course. She's doing a good job. She might job. actually be a better parent than Din. <laughs> yeah, well, she's actually parenting him versus, I mean, I do. Din's love, getting better. He's getting better. And, I, well, the hottest thing Din Jarn has ever done. Okay, it's the second hottest thing. The hottest thing he's ever done is when he kicked the dark saber, or he kicked the Beskar spear when he was fighting mm-hmm. Bob Gideon in the end of season two. That's the hottest thing he's ever done. The second hottest thing Dinjarin has ever done is when Grogu is spinning in the chair in the last episode, and he just like stops the chair as it's spinning back around. I was like, "That's my husband, and that's my child." But yeah, he he's learning. He's not the best dad, but Bogotan is a is a pretty good pseudo mom she kind of like good babysitter she's a great babysitter she was teaching him she was talking to him um he watched how you can take out the alamites in two seconds um 
how you can use the dark saber. Yeah, he's just looking at saber. her and looking at Din and she's be like, like, "What are you guys doing?" Yeah, she basically saves Din within like ten minutes. She gets down there. The, there's some more Alamites. She takes them out with like in two minutes, and she's the one who teaches us that they're Alamites and like what their whole deal yeah. is. Um, they were like hanging on the like rafters like bats. It was crazy. The rafters. Ay, yay, yay. The, the, like cave the, thing. the caves. <laughs> the rafters. Like it's a fucking garage. But it could have been a garage. We don't know what happened for it the could have been. It could have been Mandalore's garage. Um, but yeah, so they go and they save Din from the chicken robot. Um, and she's like, You good? Uh <laughs> he's like, No, pass it out. He what was, was the, what putting, were they like, doing in liquid? I don't know. They're putting some liquid in him. It was crazy. Yeah. I was like, like, I don't like it. It's scary. They put liquid in him and he was like, ah. But I also like that they put liquid in him. He, his helmet's still on. Yeah. <laughs> like they were like, we respect your way though. We're not yeah, gonna take like, off your helmet. When she got him, like after he nearly drowned, I thought they were gonna take off his helmet because like maybe mouth to mouth or something like that. Well, or we maybe to see that the after what happened right after, yeah. So maybe she did, which would be, hey, guess what, buddy? You're right there. You can go in the waters. Take yeah, go right back off. in the waters. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what I thought. I thought he was going to, yeah, I thought, like, you know, maybe take your helmet off for a little bit, get a little free, you know, get your hair, like, you know, done. I thought he was going to take his clothes off. I was so excited. Yeah. I was like, din, din jarring after that's hours. Bo-Katan was, like, looking at him, like, I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? He just happening? walked farmer into the, he didn't even take off, like, any of it. <laughs> Maybe he's like, that's I'm what gonna it... sink to the bottom. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't get taken down. He just sunk. <laughs> he just <laughs> he, he stopped paddling. He just went because, like, so they hang out for like a split second. Um, she makes him soup. She makes him soup. He's laying down. Grogu's like, I'll help. I'm over here. What's up? Um, yeah. he's like, I can assist with food. And she's basically like, Come on, let's go back up. I'll take you to your ship. And he goes, nah, I'm good. I gotta go bathe myself in these waters. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, you almost died, dude. Just it's, stop. Do you know the reason she went with him was because she's like, damn. She knew. Grogu's just gonna come back in, like, half an hour. And she does say, she's like, I'm, like, using this to scratch my head. Um, I'm using Grogu's ear. I'm like, oh, scratch my head. Um, she says to him she was like i know where it is i've been there and again we learned more information about Bo. she's like i was part of the royal family we had to go here we had to do the rituals um she talked about her father and i think din yeah. thinks that they have a bad relationship and she's like no <laughs> like he he was yeah, he was happy because i didn't embarrass him i did what i was supposed to do I'm like i don't think they have a great relationship but i think din like it was funny because i think he says well, he seems complicated <laughs> Well, like, that he, seems... he said, like he seems like a good man. Yeah, but I think he also he says like she said something else, and I th- I thought he said he seems complicated. Like I think it was or that whole conversation. Yeah, it was weird. It was a funny response because she was basically saying like, yeah, me and my dad. Like I didn't hate my dad, but we didn't have the best relationship. And Din's like fascinating. <laughs> and then she's like, he passed. He, he got killed while. Um, defending Mandalore, and then Din's like, "This is the way." Like that's the way you say. But it's, but it's a well, because I mean, like I think that was his way of like that's his rest in peace. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's like, like, "This is the way," and but, that's what the Mandalorians are all about—is like warrior 
culture and being white. That's the best way to. Yeah, it's the same with the Wookiees in a lot of the ways where it's like, while the Wookiees are more like dedicated to family, family and their own like tribes, life debts and shit like that, yeah. um, they are still warriors. And I think the Mandalorians are not that far off in like how they kind of feel about death and fighting and that kind of stuff. Just to connect it back to my favorite characters in all of Star Wars, the Wookiees. But you know I love a Wookiee. So, <laughs> so Poe's like, I'll fucking take you to the waters of Mandalore, man. And they get down there and she's like, surprise, it's nothing. Yeah. Um, it's just it's like a puddle? It's like a pool. <laughs> it's literally a pool. It's a little more than a puddle because he can walk in. Yeah, it, yeah. Which yeah. he does. Which he does. These are the living waters over here. Ooh, having a Mr. Darcy moment. Yeah, two you different know. two different um, lights. The one in the far back there is Grogu. <laughs> He's like, uh, <laughs> He's like my dad's dumb. I need to light this up for him. He's going to get you, lost. I'll give you some light. Um, and he's walking through this. He's like saying when he needs to to basically redeem himself. Which she seems a little emotional at that yeah, point. Yeah, like she's like, I think it's because she realized like everything she's made fun of hasn't changed the way he's thought about it. Which yeah. is why I think she started to, like, the whole episode book and I was starting to, like, second guess how she feels about all these ways. Because, like, you can hear she did all of this, but she did it because it was just, like, what she had to. Mm-hmm. And she didn't really look at it past, like, uh, I'm a Mandalorian and I'm part of the royal family. Like, I had to do this. Yeah. Um, but you can see, I think, especially in, like, these scenes, she is attempting to kind of push back at the idea of like how how she used to hate it like i think she's trying to be like well maybe i don't maybe there is some truth to like all these things i always thought were just fables essentially and so din is saying what he needs to which i again i don't know what what proof is he bringing back he's gonna bring like a vial of the water but he did give them arm armor like um something last episode and be like look she gave him... still exists yeah, no, the green he thing. brought it right I thought she gave him the green thing. No, he brought it and be like, look, I got this from this guy who was on Mandalore. Okay, yeah, that was the green, whatever that green thing was. I don't know what it was. Bring one of those alamites, be like, I got this. Yeah, (laughs) just bring the whole thing back. Is this this legit? Take some photos, you know, like him. Go get the robot. Yeah, go get the robot, chicken. Go get it. (laughs) Bring it back on your little ass ship. On that tiny, tiny... The poo fighter put the robot in it. Bring it, tie him to the top and just bring him back. Yeah, like a Christmas tree. Yeah, and just tie it to the top of your ship and bring it back. And be like, I got you these. But he's like doing the speech that I guess is the same speech that all of the children of the watch do when they become a Mandalorian. He's doing it again so he can be redeemed. Which, buddy, redemption is not worth this. There's n- You're no- really pretty. You should take your helmet off. Maybe after season two of the last of us. You're straight up potty. Take the helmet off. Um, he's walking through the waters, and then all of a sudden, number three, and <laughs> just goes, Poof. um, and Bo-Katan goes so fast. She doesn't like hesitate. She's like, oh, this dummy went in the water, and Grogu gonna drown. Grogu is literally just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where did he go? He's like, he's like, how many times today, Dad? How many times? Where the fuck did he go? He was like, anyone have any idea? He was just there. And so as he's going down in the water, Bogdan has to like fucking jetpack her way down there. I didn't see what was, it was so dark. 
Does it was I understand dark, but... why it was dark? But I don't know what was dragging him down. Yeah. I don't know if it really matters. It's like it's, stuff is alive. I know like a few like people were saying, oh, it was dark like Game of Thrones. I don't think it was that dark. No, it was like, just dark in the sense that there's no natural light. They're in the mines and yeah. they like honored that. But when you're watching it in the fucking middle of the afternoon or in the morning, it's like, I don't know what any of this was. I can't yeah. see jack shit. I will say I had to like when I did my images for work for this, um, I ha- I brought this up to like a hundred percent. I think yeah, this is the one I like. I increased the brightness by like a hundred and three percent. So, just for comparison, this is how dark this episode is. Uh, just for those who are watching, so this is what this looks like when you haven't touched anything. This is what it looks like when I've upped the brightness to 100%. So it is dark. You can still kind of see what's going on. Yeah. It is, but it's, you're in the mind. It's like, I understand. There's only two sources of light. Yeah. And I understand from like trying to be accurate point of view, you're like, they're they're minds. There's no light. But like from a storytelling perspective, I'm like, yeah, I would like to see what's going on though. Especially (laughs) with kids. It's like, not like young kids are watching it, but still like. 10-year-olds are watching this. My niece is 12. She watches it. Like, would like to be they able to it. see it. But he gets taken down. We don't know by what. But at when he's, when Bokatan is underwater, she sees the mythosaur. Um, would you like to explain to our listeners the legend of the mythosaur? If not, I can. But I don't know if you yeah, wanted to take it away. It's just a, it's a Mandalorian. It's a, kind of like its mascot, right? It kind of looks like a woolly mammoth almost when you look at it like this. And it's just like what they – I would just say it's the Mandalorian mascot, right? Yeah. That is supposed to be extinct for years. Yeah. And to the point where bo doesn't think they existed or like oh, yeah. she doesn't think they're real or, or the their powers. I forget what she doesn't believe. But basically I think kind of how we are about, well, woolly mammoths and saber-toothed tigers where we're like, yeah, sure, those were things. But like. I don't know what they were fucking like. It's like dinosaurs, actually. Correction. Dinosaurs makes more sense. Um, it's basically like a T-Rex where we we have an idea of what a T-Rex is, but we're like, who knows? They also could have been best friends with everybody. Like, we don't know what their deal is. It was so long ago they're extinct. No one actually knows. And then she sees one and she's like, oh, JK? Also, there, there. the, the um, armorer says... The songs of Ian's past foretold the mythosaurus rising up to herald a new age of the Mandalore. So, the new age of Mandalore. So, it's one of those things that is part of, like, the Darksaber's curse, Mandalore's curse, all the things that they're, like, she doesn't quite believe in. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, saying, okay, a new age of America's coming once you see a unicorn. There's a freaking unicorn right in front of her. And then you're, like... Why did that happen? Yeah, it, that's a great way of explaining it. Yes. The Mythosaur was a myth. LOL. Apt name. Star Wars. <laughs> You're so good at it. Um, Until this one. It was like it, the legends were kind of like, I think, what they've been known as. But basically, Bo-Katan sees it and she's like, the fuck? And then she grabs Din and flies out because she's he's dying. And the last thing we see is they land back on the thing Din's just laying there. Grogu's like, what the fuck is going on? And Bo-Katan kind of has like a moment of like, what did I just see? And then they said, okay, come back. Come back next week. (laughs) That's the Mandalorian. So what did you think overall? 
like what were you how you feeling i had so much fun watching this mm-hmm. i love bo since the clone wars i've been a big fan of her and just seeing her story explained she's always been like well first she was a villain to a very tragic figure i just i really hope they don't do the like daenerys thing with her you know or wanda yeah, I am worried about that a little bit. Where she goes crazy and the man has to take her out. I don't know that he would take her out. I do think that there is going to be a conflict about those two. Um, I hope it's maybe just not a conflict of ideology. Ideology, yes. Thank you. Words do not work past midnight. <laughs> we were both saying it at the same time. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. We both know. couldn't say it. <laughs> yes. Um, I hope they just have a conflict of that, not like a physical conflict. And same. I hope there's something else that they had to fight together mm-hmm. uh same about like maybe the armorer is actually like gonna be the enemy of the season she should be she, she should be i'm so sorry you were about to die in the last episode he saved you and you go what are you doing here i wish you i wish that fucking alligator thing murdered everybody that's what they deserve that was some bullshit it made me so angry din Jaren saved them mm-hmm. and she was like what are you doing here you took off your helmet. Bitch. At least he has a friend. He brought he brought in a new recruit to the cult. Yeah. Isn't that good? Isn't yeah. it like an MLM? You want to like expand your network? <laughs> yeah. Also, again, he brought he has a friend. You don't have any friends. Your friend is John Favreau. And he doesn't even really like you. I'm talking about the John Favreau Character. Mandalorian. Paz Vizla. Paz Vizla. Because there's pre-Vizsla and Paz-Vizsla. This is Paz-Vizsla. Paz-Vizsla. Who's also played by Tite Fletcher. Uh, plays the body. And by body, I mean he's in the suit. Yeah. Of Paz-Vizsla. And then John Favreau does the voice. At least Armor Wear Din has a friend. Oh, like, yeah. I'm I hope a friend. She- I'm his son. Well, at least he has you. Unlike <laughs> fucking Armor who has no one because she sucks. I mean, Din has like five friends. And they're all spread out around the galaxy, yeah. right? Well, Yeah. Because there's grief. We don't know Cardoon. Ahsoka, maybe? Ahsoka's a friend. Yeah, we got Ahsoka. We got Luke. We got Bo-Katan. We got... Fennec and Boba. Yeah, we got Fennec and Boba. We got Bill Burr. We got that hot lady. Omera? Yeah. And we got his husband. Oh, Cobb Thank you. I was like, I'm gonna let you say who I think Jaren's husband is. Which Thanks is he dead? Who fucking knows? I mean, oh no, he was hopefully. in the vat. He was in the vat yeah. at the end of. Yeah. Um, yeah, great episode. Very fun. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens next week because now I don't know. Those were the two episodes I had seen, so now I have no fucking idea. I mean, we have. I'm just thinking of the trailer, and there's some scenes of the re- the rebels. I'm not the New Republic, I mean, and that's it, mm-hmm. right? I think so. Like, that's all we haven't seen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and some Coruscant. Coursi- oh, yeah, yeah, we did see Coruscant. Um, yeah, because we already saw – I know they have names, and I know what they're called, but we saw the Babu Fricks. Hey. Yeah, we already know, saw them last episode. I know the Anzellans and their things, but they're all the Babu Fricks. No Fricks. squeezy, bad baby. Bad baby. Hey, Babu. Um – but now, guys, it brings us to everyone's favorite part of the show. <clears throat> Hold on. Let me get a sip of tea. We've been talking. All right. <clears throat> stash, 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 
The stash on everybody's lips is gonna be Pedro's. Welcome, folks, to Stash of the Week, where we pick our favorite mustaches of Pedro Pascal. Uh, would you like to go first, Candace, as our guest? Um, yes. So this one has been spreading around as a meme, and I just I love his happy face with his little mustache, and that's from the Nicolas Cage movie. Oh gosh, what's the title of that? Unbearable weight of massive talent. Thank you. <laughs> and yeah, I just I love that his face is like you know around the internet. It should be a meme. It's beautiful. Yep. That's what happens when you are high with Nick Cage. This is what your face looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, great movie. Great stash. Uh, yeah, the meme's great. If you guys haven't seen it, it is basically like Nick Cage going like looking confused and then Pedro Pascal smiling. And so a lot of people are doing like my so-and-so when I say this and then me. And it's very it's very fun. Uh, I also love seeing his little face. Mm-hmm. Makes me so happy. Um, my stash comes from a wonderful, wonderful friend, Pedro Pascal's groomer and friend and hairstylist, Courtney Ulrich Mooney, um, who we love her on the podcast. She does great work. Posted, sorry, a series of behind the scenes pictures from the, I think it was Flaunt magazine. Yes. Flaunt magazine shoot that he just did. And this is my choice. First stash of the week. Fansel. Yes, it is a very good stash. It's very dramatic. Great lighting, great Mm -hmm. hair, great color of a shirt. It's just all around a great picture. It's my shortening of picture instead of just saying pick. Um, Yeah, it's really just a good one. If you haven't, go look at her Instagram. She has some great pictures from that shoot. There's a lot of them, and they're all real good. No notes. 10 out of 10. Candace. Mm-hmm. Tell the people where they can find you. You can find me at Candace is a Geek on Twitter. And then you can find the Geeky Waffle at thegeekywaffle.com, geeky underscore waffle on Twitter, and the Geeky Waffle everywhere else on social media. Hey, um, you can follow me at Rachel Leishman on Twitter, at Rachel underscore Leishman on Instagram. You can follow my work at the Mary Sue and Collider. You can also listen to me on the Ford cast, a Harrison Ford podcast. Um, and you can follow the podcast at Padro Pascal on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Like, rate, review, subscribe, um, and look out for us figuring something out with the Geeky Waffle for Star Wars Celebration. And if you're going, come hang out with all of us cool cats, because that's what you should. We're cool. So you should come hang out with us and be our friend. But until next time, bye-bye.